was fine. It was beautiful. But I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> there was just, there was just, God was looking out for us that day. And I'm just so, so grateful. But it's just, you know, one of the many miraculous things that I have witnessed that is just, you know, you can't explain it. You just know that, that God has a hand in it. Are you lacking in the self-care department? Or maybe you just want to step up your game. Well, then you need to get a hold of the weekly self-care planning guide because this will help you to plan out and prioritize self-care because self-care is not a luxury. It is a necessity. You can get yours by going to holisticmamaspeaks.com slash self-care. That's holisticmamaspeaks.com slash self-care. Care. Oh, and did I mention the self-care planning guide is absolutely free. That's zero dollars. So be sure to get yours at holisticmamaspeaks.com slash self-care. Hello and welcome back to Holistic Mama Speaks, the podcast season two. I am your host, Carrie Marie Vaughn, and I'm just so excited to continue our journey together towards holistic living, wellness, and abundance. Wow. In season two, we are just going to be diving deeper into a variety of different topics related to natural health, mindful living, wealth and abundance, and even conscious parenting. I'm just so excited. And I will be featuring expert guests who will share their knowledge and experience with us so many amazing people, some returning guests from season one and some new guests. I will also be answering listener questions and addressing some common concerns related to holistic living. And you can actually submit your questions by going to holisticmamaspeaks.com slash ask, A-S-K. My goal is to provide you with practical tips and inspiration that you can incorporate into your own life. Whether you are a seasoned holistic living enthusiast like some people, or if you're just starting out on this journey, there is just something for everyone along the way. So I'm just happy to have you here in the season two of Holistic Mama Speaks. And just as a side note, by listening to this podcast, you agree not to use this as medical advice or to treat a medical condition. You can visit holisticmamaspeaks.com to find the full disclaimer. So sit back, relax, and let's explore a world of holistic living in abundance together. Are you a mom who's struggling to balance taking care of loved ones while also taking care of yourself? It's a very common challenge, but there is actually a simple solution. Daily affirmations. In Mom Mantras, the daily affirmation guide for mothers of all kinds, you'll find powerful affirmations and mantras that will help you improve your health, happiness, and mindset. Whether you are a biological mom, an adoptive mom, a stepmom, a pet mom, a motherly figure, this book is for you. Read these mantras in the morning, before bed, really anytime throughout the day to uplift your spirits and to stay focused on what matters most. Visit mommantras.com to get your own copy and to start living a more intentional, purposeful life. 
Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Carrie Marie Vaughn, and I am just so blessed to have two lovely ladies with me today. I have Don and Jen. Oh my goodness, these ladies are absolutely amazing, and I love that they're joining me for this topic today, the power of prayer and faith, strength and peace in motherhood, which is so powerful. And so I am just so glad that you two could be on here with me today. And I w- I'll start by asking Don if you could just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about how you're helping people. Absolutely. Well, first of all, Carrie Marie, I adore you. I'm so grateful for you in my life. And I really thank you so much for offering me the opportunity to be able to share some things with your listeners. Um, I'm a single mom of eight. I had six girls in a row and then two boys. So I really didn't know I did boys, but God decided. And um I I love being a mom. Absolutely has been my favorite thing in life. I'm down to two boys at home. Um, I'm actually visiting four of my daughters who live in another state and uh, just got done helping one of my daughters clean so that she could have an open house. So I'm living the real mom life still. Um, I And this daughter, actually, the fun fact is that she's due to have a baby in two weeks. So, yeah. So and that is grandchild number 10. So those are my biggest accomplishments is my children and my grandchildren. Um, I'm blessed to be able to coach moms and encourage moms. That's a big thing for me. My biggest purpose is really encouraging moms in the journey. And everybody's different. And the beautiful thing about how God has created each of us as a masterpiece is we all have our own colors and huge and brush strokes. And so anytime that I can encourage moms to embrace that and remember, you're not just a mom, you are have been created to do so much more. And so to never limit yourself to be everything that God wanted you to be. So again, thank you for letting me be here. Oh, thank you so much for joining us. And that was so beautifully said. I I love that, that we are God's masterpiece. (laughs) That's beautiful. And Jen, I I can't wait to hear more about you. So go ahead and introduce yourself and let us know what you're doing. Thanks, Carrie Marie. And thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. It's my first time and I'm excited to share who I am. I'm Jen Hoyle, the organic wonder woman. I have nine children. We, uh, me and my husband have married, been married 15 years and we're a blended family. I had four, he had two, and then we um, added three more daughters um, to the mix or two daughters and a son. So now we're five daughters, um, four sons, and we're also a military family. And I'm an elementary school teacher by trade. And now I um, I fell into the holistic health realm about 11 years ago. And I love educating mamas on healthy living, feeling their best, um, helping with depression. I suffer from depression. I love helping them do that holistically and um, with plant medicine. And I am so excited to share with everybody. That's so awesome. And I love that you two have so many kids. How fun. (laughs) I I know when Dawn said that, I was like, yay. (laughs) That is so awesome. And I just love that, that you both love helping other moms. It's so awesome. You know, isn't it so cool when we can help other people in, in ways that we've been helped, you know, things that we've struggled with in the past and how we've gone through that. It's awesome to be able to help those people who are still struggling. So I love that that both of you are very passionate about that. You're both doing amazing things. So 
And I'm excited today. We're going to be talking about a little bit more about like deep down, like the strength of, of prayer and, and being a mother and, and being um, faith-based. It's just, it's such a cool thing because if we can really lean on God for guidance, when we're going through these things, because motherhood isn't, is tough, (laughs) Uh, but it's also so beautiful at the same time. And we wouldn't be able to be mothers if it weren't for, for the blessings that we have with these amazing bodies that can have children. (laughs) So, and I know I have, I have some stories of my own about just the power of prayer and how amazing it is, but I'd love to hear from, from both of you of, of how, uh, the power of prayer and faith have, have kind of been a part of your, uh, being a mother. And if it's something that has been a part of being a mother all the way since you've had your first, or if it is more of like recent that, um, that you've come into that. Okay. All right. Well, I've always been a faith-based person since I was a little girl and, um, I have felt myself, you know, kind of growing as I had children and it really wasn't until I found Phil, my, my husband of 15 years now that we were on the same page spiritually and we were able to start growing spiritually that, um, I've just felt like I've been being called closer and closer to God And then, of course, when I met you, Carrie Marie, in Dallas, I really felt a shift um, because of the people I met, Jenny Potter, you, um, Ray Higdon, everybody. And I feel like my spiritual journey is just getting started, honestly, and meeting people like Don and and God keeps working and bringing the best people into my life to help that journey. And so as far as that goes, but, um, I've always, always, um, turned to God and I've remembered the scripture, um, with that, um, gosh, now I can't remember. It's going to come back to me, but you know, it's just taking those daily steps. And when we don't know what to do as a mom, it's, it can make you feel helpless and hopeless. But then I turn and I'm like, no, there's God, God's there. God's holding me. God's giving me hope. And, um, and then of course I, I find the people to surround myself, the like-minded people like you both and, um, God is there and God is, you know, taking me through this journey. So that's a little bit. So beautiful, Jen. I love that. (laughs) That's amazing. I was avoiding unmuting because there's a siren going by. Oh, oh no. That's okay. That's all right. It's really- sounding the alarm, right? She's sounding the alarm. And immediately when you you talked about that, uh, the scripture for me is, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously. And wisdom being the most important part of my world, I, I'm always asking, right? And because each of my children are different and they have different needs and different desires and different wants. And I wanted to just always go to him and say, how can I meet that, that child's need today? How can I meet this child's needs today? And, um, and just to be a really good listener, um, a, a big thing that I remember learning actually with my oldest is she was maybe 10 or 12 and she was telling me, about something hard at school and i was i was just feeling this tension of i need to have an answer for her right and 
then she said to me, mom, I don't really need you to fix anything. I just want you to listen to me. It was, wow, I need to be a really good listener. And then that transpired over to my relationship with God. I need to be a good listener. You know, I can tell them and tell them and tell them and tell them, but I need to pause and I need to reflect. And I was introduced to Jesus when I was tiny, you know, so I remember going to church and praying when I was four years old, but obviously that's a journey and I'm growing and I'm learning. And with each child I'm learning and there's nothing that preps you for that. And that is why, you know, really relying on him to guide me every step of the way and um, I'm failing forward and and God comes through in spite of me and my and my lack. Right. And that allows me to live in that gain versus that gap of not being the perfect mom, because we're never going to be yep. <laughs> never going to do it all right. Right. And so, yeah, I'm not even sure if I answered the question because I was so intrigued by Jen, but <laughs> No, that's okay. And that's what the beauty of this is, is that we're just having a conversation and letting it flow. And, um, you know, I've, it's funny because I grew up going to church. I, my mom actually worked for the church since the time I was like two years old. She was the Christian of education director in the church. And then she became a minister when I was about 12 years old. And so I, I also raised my family, you know, my kids going to church and everything like that. But one thing that I realized more recently within the last year or so is that I kind of wish that I had brought God into different aspects of my life a little bit more and, and kind of asked for, for guidance and, and even encouraged my kids to do so. Um, it's funny because I almost left that at church, you know, uh, I, and I taught Sunday school and everything and here my mom is the minister and I, and I, you know, of course we would, would, um, sometimes have grace and, but it wasn't every meal and it's just, it's so strange to me. And I, every summer I, I directed a camp up at our, our church camp. And, you know, here I am like, you know, sharing the love of God with all of the people around me and everything, but I wasn't letting God into other aspects of my life and into our home life specifically, which is so weird to me. I don't, and it didn't really dawn on me until very pretty recently. And so it's been a pretty cool journey of just, you know, diving back into scripture and just, and really leaning on the listening piece, because I've not been good at that, (laughs) the the stopping and listening, you know, like I'll pray multiple times a day um, and, and, you know, read scripture passages and, and read books that are Christian based, but I, I never really thought to really stop and pause and, and listen and also pay attention to the messages that God is sending through other people who's letting it into my life. And I love that you were mentioning. I think that's a great point, Carrie, because, well, two things. I remember with most of my children, different periods of time in their life where I prayed for a mentor to come into their life because God, I'm not the Holy Spirit, learned that a long time ago. And so he's not always going to use me. Mm -hmm. And so when I did come across where like, I'm not even sure how to direct my child, then I would always pray, God, send the person, God, send the mentor that's in your word that loves you. And 
you know, use that. And I've seen that happen over and over again in my kids' life. It's Mm -hmm. been incredible. And then the second thing that was a massive shift for me, and I and I don't I think it was maybe six years ago that it hit me. So in my businesses, um, I always I learned a lot about personalities and you know, there's different personality tests and some go with colors and some go with jewels and, you know, and I really had mastered the understanding of personality. So when I was dealing with people out in the world, I'm like, oh, I could communicate clearly because I could match their communication style. And then God really convicted me. I was at an event and they were talking about that. And God convicted me like, well, you're really good with that with other people. But what about your children? Mm. Oh, my gosh. And it's like, yeah, God created them with their own bent. Right. So I'm not supposed to be trying to raise mini me's with my way of doing things and my way is the right way. And I'm not supposed to be reprimanding them for being who God created them to be. And I'm not talking about disobedience or direct disobedience. I'm just talking about personality. Yeah. Right. And it's so easy as a mom to grab a hold of your kids and think they need to be this way. (laughs) Sorry, I'm outside. And, you know, and I literally called all of my children and apologized or not. It was really like, it was so moving for me that I recognized You know, some of my children are much more outgoing than others. Some are much more clinical in the way they look at things and they're asking more questions. And some are just like, whatever, we're going on vacation. I'll pack tomorrow. Right. And and each one of them, God designed them that way. And it's not my job to always be reining them in, but to celebrating those parts of who they are. And so side note on those colors that represent personalities, if you open up my phone and you look at my contacts by all of my children, I have little emojis representing the colors of who they are. (laughs) So when they call me, it's like my reminder of celebrate this child, how God made them. So I love that, Dawn. Oh my gosh, that was amazing. And a lot of the things like that you both have said, like the listening, I feel like on my spiritual journey, that's what I need to slow down more and listen and listen for the Holy Spirit to guide me, right? And give myself a slow, you know, Dawn, you know, with eight kids, it's like you don't know which way you're going some days. And so slowing down, listening, that's one thing I'm I'm doing is listening. And then again, like you said, with our kids, it's like your daughter said, I just need you to listen. And, you know, my daughter, the youngest one's just turned, she's 11. And she actually asked me the other night, which was so exciting for me. She said, mom, do you think we can start reading the Bible together? So, yeah. So it's just, it's a, beautiful thing and when we stop to listen just listen and ask them and like you said they're all different they're all so different and it's listening to them where they're at and the way god designed them so i thought that was beautiful thank you for that yeah that is so beautiful 
I actually, and I have a story I have to share just about the power of prayer. And <laughs> it's so funny. Well, this is not funny. It was a very scary situation. Um, I was in a car accident with my girls. It was very scary. The The car literally flipped over and literally um, the song Angels Watching Over Me. I don't know if you heard that song by Amy Grant. I love that song. I'm a big Amy Grant fan. <laughs> but anyway, that song popped into my head and that's literally all I could think of. And sure enough, we were fine. We were fine. There were angels that were watching over us. We, I don't know how it happened. We're, I mean, there, it just happened to be that there was nobody coming at that moment when we were flipping in the air and we ended up in a ditch, the back end of the vehicle, like the window burst open, our stuff went flying out into this swamp area. And it, we don't even know what happened. Apparently afterwards is what they told me is that my tire blew. And it caused, it caused my, my wheel because I was turning a corner and it just caused the whole thing to, whoop. It, it happened so fast. We're on our way to church. So we didn't show up for church and um, we were in an area where there was like a dead zone. We didn't have cell phone service. So I couldn't call my mom to tell me or to tell her I wasn't going to church. My son was there. He had stayed the night at her house the night before, and we were going to meet them there that morning. And, um, and then somebody from our church happened to be driving by the opposite direction. They couldn't go to church that day because their daughter had a tournament. Don't ask me why they had it on a Sunday, but anyway, <laughs> their daughter had a tournament. And so she was able to help us. She got our, our girls all set up and everything so that they were like sitting in her vehicle. We waited for emergency people to get there. Somebody had enough cell service to call. It, it was, it was fine. It was beautiful, but I was like, oh my goodness, <laughs> There was just, there was just, God was looking out for us that day. And I'm just so, so grateful, but it's just, you know, one of the many miraculous things that I have witnessed that is just, you know, you can't explain it. You just know that, that God has a hand in it. I love, I love the- how God shows us that. Oh, sorry, Jen, go ahead. I love how God makes it so evident in our lives that it's only him. It's only because of him. He gets all the glory. Like I can't even take partial credit because there's no way I could have done any of it. Right. And I love when God just keeps reminding me like all the glory is yours, you know, and it doesn't mean that we don't have to show up and we don't have to do work and we don't have to be all that he called us to be. But even when we do that, it is so awesome when we see those intricacies that, you know, and, and I was listening to your story, Carrie, and I'm like, happened to be, no, you know, just so, ha- no, it was God incidents, right? No coincidence. But if you hadn't have been in that place with no cell service in that random area, he couldn't have gotten all the credit for all the ways that he worked it out. Mm -hmm. right? For the safety that he provided for you, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's just so awesome that he loves us so much that he wants to show us how intimately and how detailed he's involved with our daily lives. Yeah. It's incredible. It's miraculous. I love it. (laughs) And Jen, what were you saying? No, I was just agreeing with Dawn said, it's just, it's amazing. And, and I, The way she said that was perfect right now about all those things. Like you could have chosen to see obstacles, right? But your faith kept you knowing God is here. And that song popped in your head. And 
and somebody did have cell service and the people from church were driving by it's God did have a hand and it gives me the chills every single thing. So I know I'm getting the goosebumps over here. It's, it's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. It's amazing. And I, you know, I'm, I'm just curious too, with, with you ladies, are there any times where you were just like blown away by, by just the amazingness of, of the power of prayer and, and just having faith, because I know we all go through rough times. We all have times where we're struggling, but we, because we keep faith, it just helps power us through it. Right. Yeah. For, for me, I have one of my nine children is a recovering alcoholic and he struggled for years and years, turned 21 and you know, had gotten that blackout drunk. Um, and he, and he liked the feeling like the numbness and he got addicted to that. And, um, he got to a point in his life from 21 to 24, where his body was starting to show signs of shutting down and like hairline fractures in his bone and, you know, on the floor in excruciating pain from heartburn and, and even suicidal thoughts sometimes. And as a mother, that's like one of the worst things, probably the worst thing to go through when you hear your child saying they don't want to be here anymore. And it was at those times that I really had to let go. And that's what I was going to say earlier that I couldn't remember is just that saying, let go and let God. And I had to, like, I kept thinking that just let go, let God, let God, God has a plan. And then when we moved here to Florida, and our son came, you know, a few weeks after we moved in here and the day he walked in the doors, the last day he drank and on October 3rd, just in a couple of weeks, this is three year sober anniversary. And, and it's all God every, like, like Don said, every single part of it is God, you know, and it's just, and that is probably my biggest evidence of God. I mean, not only did he get sober, he started his own business teaching soccer to little kids. And then now he's going to um, school to be a youth pastor at his church. So it's just, it is, yeah, it is entirely God. And for me, that's just like, it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. That's incredible. That is really cool. You know, I believe it really is in the difficult times in our lives when um, it's kind of like your faith is like where the rubber meets the road with your faith, right? Um, So my second oldest ended up getting pregnant um, before, just before her senior year of high school. And um, my kids went to Christian school and um, lived a pretty reserved life as far as uh, how strict things were in our house. So that was pretty shocking um, for all of us. And, and I, to be honest, I'm not even sure if my daughter even realized she was pregnant right away. So that's how outside the box it was. Anyway, um, I had, uh, I had a, a friend say, you know, my daughter said to me, your daughter might be pregnant. And I'm like, really? And so my daughter was down by the docks and I went down there and walked up to her and I said, are you pregnant? And she starts crying. Yes. You know, and I just hugged her and I said, you know what? Everything is going to be okay. And that's because I knew that God had a plan and a purpose for that. That was beyond my comprehension. 
what we also experienced was tons of people, you know, backstabbing, ridiculing us, you know, not, we're not good enough parents, you know, other families who had other children wouldn't let them play with my kids anymore. And, you know, but, and, and so was that difficult at times? Yes. But at the end of the day, how God used it was so beautiful. Not only did my daughter have a beautiful baby the day before she turned 18, the middle of her senior year, she graduated. She went on, you know, she's a very successful realtor. She's done amazing things in her life. And that child has been such a blessing to all of us. Just the sweetest, sweetest girl. But beyond that, so many young women came to me who didn't have supportive parents, who didn't know how to, you know, either their parents told them to get an abortion, which I didn't get, right? Or just, you know, and said, if you don't, you know, we're disowning you or already had abortions. All these different scenarios where I was able to encourage, support, minister to, and love on because they knew that because they watched me love on my daughter and watched our family come together to be supportive of her. And so it's during those things that God really grows us and, and shows us who we are in him because, you know, I knew that God had a plan for all of it. I never questioned it. And so when and when other people wanted to be judgmental, especially, you know, I think a lot of times the church gets super judgmental. And uh, and that's why there's a lot of people that are walking around that are church hurt. And so I really try to remember that. Right. The Lord just refreshes my memory that I need to be a woman of grace and mercy and love. And I don't know. I've not walked in their shoes People haven't walked in mine, but we can just come alongside each other. And our experiences definitely are the things that God uses in our lives to to encourage and minister to others. Wow. Yeah, absolutely. And I can relate to that a lot. I've actually never shared it um, with many people in my life, uh, but, you know, might as well share. <laughs> I I found out I was pregnant at 17 as a senior. And, um, it was definitely very shocking. Here I am the minister's daughter. And I was very grateful that, uh, my church family was supportive of me. Um, while I was pregnant, while I was a young mom, they were very supportive. I'm sure that there were some judgmental things that were being said, although, um, there were others who were not quite as supportive and very strangely, I had a random woman show up at my house one time that offered to uh, pay for me to go to college if I would get an abortion. She was trying to bribe me to have an abortion. I'm like, what? And I didn't even, I I had only spoken to this woman twice in my life. I didn't know her and she wasn't a member of our church. She was a random person from the community. It was so out there. Uh, but I'm very grateful that um, I didn't let some crazy lady talk me into such a thing because I absolutely love my daughter. And, uh, in, you know, my husband and I decided to, you know, to just go with it, you know, and we obviously weren't married at the time we were 17 years old and, uh, we had, we both turned 18 before we had her. 
Um, but I did, yeah, I graduated and uh, I didn't go off to, to college, but I think that I'm fairly successful <laughs> and, and, um, and our, our daughter is very successful. She's a biomedical engineer. So, uh, you know, just things happen for a reason. And, and I think if, if it weren't for having that faith and knowing that there was a reason for everything and that, that God has a plan for us, even if it doesn't really make sense at the time, even if it's confusing or stressful or whatever, there's, there's lesson to be learned in everything and everything happens for a reason. And now, now I can be that, um, you know, that person who knows what it's like to be a teenage mom. And so I can help other people who are going through the same thing. And so, yeah, absolutely agree on that. And can and I think it's, I think what I observed with my daughter is God protected her. Okay. So even though it didn't seem like the right timing because she was pregnant and then had a baby and this all, you know, and was raising a young child and, you know, she wasn't out partying and getting into trouble. And she really had a different life because of the choices she made because she was pregnant and then a young mom. And, and uh, so fun fact of my eight um, I've had three daughters get pregnant now. Um, the other two were older. They were in their twenties um, or one was 20. I don't know. Yeah. One was 20. Um, and you know, God's God's sense of humor. Right. Um, and you know, the one daughter, you know, they, they two ended up getting married and, uh, they just had their second baby a month ago and, uh, you know, their relationship with the Lord has just flourished and grown. But again, I can see with that daughter, she was getting a little wild, not going to lie, you know? So God used that to pull her in and slow them both down because he had a plan and a purpose for them being together. And unless he like pulled the reins in, it probably would be a different story than it is today. So uh, just, yeah, life is amazing when you can step back and go, I would have never planned it this way, but God does work all things together for good to those who love him and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. Amen. And both, both of your stories, just they're so beautiful. And the thing that I thought about when you both were telling them, so Carrie Marie, I didn't know that. So it just makes me (laughs) love you anymore. You're such a powerhouse lady and mom, but, um, it's show to me, like the whole time listening to both stories, like all, how many other girls are out there feeling like, you know, that are going through this exact same thing. And Dawn, they could look at your daughter and see how she was supported at home. And, with some people in the community and at church, you know, even those naysayers that were saying things and then like to throw stones and all of that, God always had you and God had that plan, right? And you were giving hope to how many other people then if, you know, she's doing it, Carrie Marie's doing it, I can do it. So, and that's a beautiful thing too, because there are those people that, you know, their first instinct is let's go out and take care of it, you know? So I just, both of your stories are beautiful. You're both beautiful women and so grateful to be here. So are you, Jen. <laughs> and so as, as we are um, having the, our last couple minutes left, uh, do either of you ladies have any final words of wisdom for, for the other mamas out there that are listening? For me, it's just 
I pick up the Bible when I don't know what else to do. I pick up the Bible and start reading and just even open it to a page and just start reading. And I feel like um, it's there. And then the other thing is your book, Carrie Marie, your mom mantra. It's like I open it up and I repeat some of those, you know, and it just helps me to get into that clear mind. And then, of course, I always envision you who is you're just one of the best moms ever. And so I'm grateful to that. Oh, you're so sweet, Jen. I can I can never pray enough. Um, and then I also have to, for me, I'm I'm constantly reflecting on how much am I trusting? Because if I'm asking for the same things over and over and over again, am I really trusting that the God has already answered the prayer and it's already coming? And so uh, I'm spending more time listening and less time arguing about being disobedient. <laughs> uh, and especially when it comes to my kids, I was just having this conversation before I got on there. You know, it's not my job to raise my grandchildren or to tell my children how to raise their kids. It's not my job to be uh, anything other than supportive to my children right now. Like, how can I again, just like how I was before when I realized, oh my gosh, they're all different. They all need something different. How can I be the way that God created me to be for that child. So, um, and, and obviously being in the word on a daily basis and knowing God's character is what gives me the ability to be able to have that level of trust, knowing that he's immutable. He's never changing. He can never love me or you or anybody else more 10 minutes ago than he will 10 minutes from now or 10 years from now. He cannot change. Thank you so much for joining us. I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening. It has been a pleasure being with you today. I hope that you enjoyed this and got some value out of it. If you did, be sure to rate and review on wherever you're listening or watching. And also be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Thank you so much and have a great rest of your day.